busting myths and changing the financial industry. This is Success in the New Retirement. Successinthenewretirement.com. To put a face to the voices you hear every weekend here on Success in the New Retirement Radio, you're ready to get serious about your portfolio. Maybe just see what adjustments need to be made. We have a representative standing by right now to talk to you. 480-680-6868. An initial consultation, no cost, no obligation to you. Matt, you mentioned in that last segment that bonds are down 10%, and we often hear about the 60-40 method, stocks to bonds. Is that still a good option, or is it outdated? Again, a diversification strategy in the long term is going to pay off. It's going to provide benefits, and it and is proven strategy. So you can find multiple times where it had been great to be 100% stock. There'd be times where it had been great to be 100% bonds. There'd be times that you know, that mix you know produced the best results. But overall, if you look at these 10 and 20 year studies, if you're invested in that way, you're going to have a a very consistent return. You're going to have a return that's going to produce the most amount of income in retirement, and you're going to be diversified against some of the volatility that can come with being 100% in the stock market. So again, there are a few people out there saying, oh, look, it didn't work, Mm -hmm. but I could give you data after data after data, year after year, you know, decades after decades, where a strategy like that pays off, especially for someone that's wanting to withdraw money out during retirement that is going to be funding part of their their paycheck in retirement, that diversification strategy pays off in the end. As you're talking about this, there's there's lots of ways to look at the 60-40, and I absolutely agree with what Matt said. Um, but having said that, there's people that come in. Um, case in point, I met with a lady just this week who said, you know, I'm a, I'm a moderate investor, which means that should be a 60% stocks, 40% bonds. And as we dove into her portfolio, we ran some reports on it, and really looked at things, what we found is that, yeah, in that 60% that she had in stocks, though, the issue there is she didn't have good diversification. She had a whole lot of things doing exactly the same as other stocks. So Mm -hmm. she had a lot of large cap growth stuff in there. And last year, that stuff did awesome. But this year, it's it's falling faster than the S&P. Right. And so she's when you look at things, it's not just about 60 percent stocks and 40 percent bonds. It's do you have true diversification within your stock mix or your ETF mix or mutual fund mix? Do you have some diversification even in the 40 percent, you know, that's supposed to be bonds or safe? Right. Um, in, in our portfolios, we've taken that 40 percent and we have diversified even within that, within different kinds of bonds, uh, short term and, and long term duration. And, and also looked at and diversified across different types of assets and tools that allow for income in retirement. And so, you know, generally speaking, yeah, the 60 40 uh, rule works, but you have to look at and say, have I really developed a plan that's that has true diversification that's going to help me to withstand time? like this where my money is dropping and are there changes being made to help me weather this storm so that as things come back that I am still in a good position to provide the income I want to in retirement. And that's that's a whole different ball of wax. So, mm-hmm. you know, just saying, oh, I've got this plan doesn't mean it's successful. You really need to look at it in depth. And that's what we're doing for anyone who comes in and talks to us from the radios. We're going through and saying, hey, let's really look at this. Let's help you understand your 60-40 plan. Or maybe it isn't. Maybe it's a 70-30. Maybe it's become an 80-20. And how well diversified are you in there? And if you're unhappy with how much you've lost compared to the market, right? If you're in the market, you can't expect no losses. 
But if you've lost as much or more and you think you don't have 100% risk in the market, then maybe you, you're not diversified like you think you are, and you would be a great candidate for coming in and understanding what you really have, which would empower you to then make some changes in your portfolio to prepare yourself for what's coming in the future, whether that be good or bad. And to come in and to speak to Damon Roberts and Matt Deaton, that initial consultation, no cost to you, 480-680-6868. Let's just sit down and put that plan together if you have that 250000 or more in assets. And that's really where the power starts. Well, let's begin that conversation with the team at Acute Wealth Advisors, 480-680-6868. Damon, I know the biggest question you get in your profession is, am I going to have enough money through retirement? But with the economy and the economic downturns and these high inflation, has that question shifted to, all right, is it time to make some adjustments in my portfolio? Is that now the big question you're getting from your clients? I would say, uh, yeah, absolutely. People are wondering uh, as we come in for annual reviews or people just uh, concerned about what's going on in the market and want to understand, that's the conversation we're having is what are we doing? And Matt and I are actively managing our portfolios. And so we're watching and, and we have made significant changes throughout this year to protect and preserve uh, our clients' portfolios. And that doesn't mean that we don't have any losses. We do. But in comparison to what the markets have done, we have significantly less. And that's really our job as a retirement advisor is to protect you from the full brunt and downside of the market. And so we are talking about with our clients what we have already done, what we're looking to do in changing our portfolios, in how they're allocated so that we can ride through this this time that's that's difficult. And then we're also pointing out some of the things that we did initially or several years ago to prepare for this and showing, hey, these assets are the ones that we put in place exactly for this time. And look how well they're doing. And opening up their eyes and showing that perspective to say, okay, my plan is working and here's the changes and the tweaks that have been made. And and now I can go forward continuing to live my life in retirement like I want to because I know what's going on. Mm -hmm. And so communication is huge and something that Matt and I spend a lot of time trying to to really help our clients understand and, and to be in touch with them, especially during these times. Yeah, I know Matt and Damon, they, they take it very seriously that they're always in contact with the clients. And it's not like one and done. You have the conversation. We'll build a plan. All right, we'll talk to you in three years. No, they're with you. They're here to support you until the very end. 480-680-6868. Always online at successinthenewretirement.com. Matt, you mentioned something in that first segment about I-bonds. I want you to hear this clip from personal finance expert Susie Orman. She says that every person with extra cash should invest in a U.S. savings bond that's tied to inflation. Right now, the annualized interest rate on series I bonds is at a record 9.62%. It's going to reset in November. She tells CNBC there are some conditions behind all of this. You have got to make sure that for one year, you do not need your money. And the reason is from the time you put it in to one year, you cannot touch it. From year two to five, there is only a three-month interest penalty. That is how they work. They are attached to CPI. So, Matt, continue your thoughts on these I-bonds. And if you agree, it's a place to stash cash with these you know, ultra-high inflation rates. 
Well, so again, like she was explaining, it's paying 9.6%. It's going to do that until November when they reset the rates. So if inflation comes down a little bit, that rate in the future might be 7 or 8%, depending on where inflation's at. It's going to kind of match that. So is it a great place to get a good, solid return? Yes. You have to keep your money there for a year. If you take money out before, it's been five years. So between year one and year five, you forfeit three months worth of interest. So that's the rules going into this. And so, again, I tell my clients, I say, look, if you got some money in cash, you got some money piled away, you don't think you're going to need for the next year. Well, what if we got, you know, 7% the first, you know, six months, 9% the second, you know, we put money in, maybe you average a total of 7% for the whole time that you've had it in there. You keep it in there for two or three years. Well, if you forfeit three months worth of interest, you still made a great return, way better than what you would have made in the savings account. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of a no brainer to do with money that you're not going to be using for one year. But as she points out, and I think this is really critical, and Damon talked to our clients about this all the time, is you have to understand the, the rules and the, of each investment that you're putting money into. So for example, stocks, you can put money into that, you can get growth, you can lose a lot of money, but they are also very liquid. So again, if someone's saying, hey, I need this money you know, six months from now, I'd be telling them, hey, be careful about investing in the stock market, but it is liquid enough that you could put money in and you could take it right out you know, a day later, two days later, whatever it is. So it has risk, but it also is very liquid. Usually when you commit to less liquidity, Again, if you're committing to an investment like an I-bond or let's say a fixed annuity, it's a three-year fixed annuity, maybe it's paying you 4%, something like that. Again, you gave up one of the benefits that you had, which was the liquidity of that money to get safety and growth based off of giving up that liquidity. So again, is that a fair trade-off? Well, perhaps it is. Perhaps it is with a part of your money. Perhaps you'd say, okay, for this part of my money, I want to be very liquid. I want to have it invested, but I'm going to invest long-term. But if I want to make a change, I can. For this money, I'm going to be very safe, but I'm not going to have as much liquidity. As long as you find balance in the way that you're organizing your financial plan, in the investments that you choose, and you understand the rules and parameters of each one of those investments, you can then start building out a financial plan. And so, but to get more safety, I promise you, in, in every investment, you're going to have to give up some liquidity. And so, so there's the pros and cons of those types of investments that you have to balance out in your mind and in your financial plan and then execute accordingly. Damon, as we're talking about an I-bond this weekend here on Success in the New Retirement Radio Show, you know, do you agree? Do you agree that it could be a good place to stash the cash with these high inflation rates? Yeah, absolutely. But again, there's limits on it um, of $10,000 per person per mm-hmm. year. Well, and one thing I would say is, again, Damon and I, we can't put you in an I-bond. An I-bond is sold by the Treasury Department. So if you're wanting to call us and say, hey, help me with an I-bond, don't call us, right? TreasuryDirect.gov. <laughs> you, you've got to go to TreasuryDirect.gov and you have to buy the bonds through the U.S. government. We tell our clients that. We have clients that call up and say, hey, I heard you're, you know, talking about the buy bond. I saw it in the newsletter. I saw it in the quarterly update video. You know, help me out with that. And like, look, you have to buy that through the Treasury Department. So again, you really have to understand, you know, where you're going to your your money's going to be invested, who you go to to get that set up and then um, execute the strategy from there. So sorry to interrupt. You there. <laughs> <laughs> I just didn't want our phone oh, ring it off like, like oh, hey, give me an iPod. And it's like, we can't help you with yeah. that. But, but, you know, how many people are sitting out there with thirty, forty, fifty thousand dollars $50,000 sitting in the bank earning nothing? Yeah. Those are great dollars to take $10,000 for you and $10,000 for your wife or husband or significant other and put it in there and leave it alone for a year and let it do pretty well. Mm-hmm. 
And again, this weekend, if you have that 250000 in assets, give the team a call and let's have that conversation at no cost, no obligation to you. 480-680-6868 or always online at successinthenewretirement.com. When we get back, the Fed announced they're probably going to have to raise interest rates by another 75 basis points. So is that enough to curb a recession? We'll talk about that plus more. This is Success in the New Retirement with Damon Roberts and Matt Deaton. 